Welcome to AJB's One Sports. We got an episode on a Thursday night for the first time. We wanted to get another episode out um, before Thursday. So let's go in the first topic. Reason why we're going to record this episode and release this right before the Patriots-Falcons game. Um, You know, obviously there's been some players that are um, very open and critical of Thursday nights now where they think it gonna affect their bodies and everything do you like thursday night let's let's ask that question do you like thursday night football or do you think they should take it away i like it but like i'm trying i like it but it's kind of hard to like try to picture it when you're not in the player's shoes you just watch the teams play i'm trying to think about it if i was a player would i have liked to have just played on a sunday and then four days later, I got to play again to kick off the week when we have, like, what, one day of rest within that time period, probably? So You get no rest. On Thursday night, you don't get no rest during the week. Except the travel day. Except, yeah. And then, obviously, after Thursday. Yeah, so as a player, I wouldn't like it, but as a fan, I enjoy it. That's how I'm I mean, I, I, if I was a player, I would like it. Because you get to, if you played bad on Thursday, I mean on Sunday, get you redemption. get to redeem, redeem it quickly and not let it affect you. But I can understand why some players don't like it. Because if you're healthy and then all of a sudden you get hurt, you know, it could affect you that way. But this is where, I saw a comment on Instagram where, you know, this this is actually pretty smart. I don't think you should get rid of Thursday night. I think Thursday night helps you with ratings, revenue, and all this stuff. Um, and it's a middle of a week type of game, which I like. What I would think is, you know, you keep the Thursday night. I let's say you eliminate Monday night. Let's let's get rid of Monday night. Um, you eliminate Monday night. You bring it. You move Monday night into Saturday. All right. Saturday. Let's say this for the teams that are coming off the bye that week, they get the Thursday and Saturday night game. But everyone that played on the Sunday can still get the full week of a Sunday. You see what I'm trying to say? Where you got a team that has enough, that has a whole week of a bye. You give them no days off after the bye. Which means they got to they gotta practice on the Saturday of that bye. And get ready for the Thursday night coming off the next week. They play that Thursday night, same thing with the Saturday, but they get a day off. You move that into Saturday. So now you got Thursday and Saturday for the teams that had the bye. Let's say that. And I think that could help out a lot with ratings. Because Saturday nights are like, yeah, you got college football. But a lot of NFL fans like me, Saturday's like, oh, let's hope Saturday goes by quick. So we can get into Sunday for the football games. Um, I think we should do maybe think of it like that. You know, teams that have the bye should get the Thursday and Saturday games for that week since... Um, so a team doesn't have to go from Sunday to Thursday, I mean, but I think we should keep Thursday night because Thursday night games is a part of history. And I think you doing that hurts the NFL with ratings because you can't tell me there's another sport event that owns Thursday night. The NBA doesn't own Thursday night. Everyone, the ratings for the NBA and NFL lopsided. The NFL owns Thursday night. MLB, same thing. Everyone tunes into the Thursday night game. Um, I think we should keep the Thursday night, but do what I kind of said. Maybe put that up for an option. But I don't think we should eliminate it 
fully. Um, that's that's kind of where I'm at. But um, let's go into another segment, new segment we're adding. Grading since we're all basically halfway through the season, grading the rookie NFL quarterbacks, Trey Lance. I mean Trevor Lawrence. How would you grade him? C. You would grade him a C. I'm giving him a C. Also, not there's nothing that's really jumping off my screen with him right now. And um, you know, I think that that's gonna change. I think he's gonna be the Jaguars franchise quarterback. He's not doing bad. He's not doing. He's not doing either. bad. He's just middle. Yeah, he's being average. You know, he's trying to understand the NFL, which is. And plus, he was the number one pick, so the Jaguars weren't a great team anyways. It wasn't a great situation, so I'm giving him a C. He's doing pretty good for the team, though. That, yeah, that's what I was trying to look for. Uh, Mac Jones. I gave him an A-. You gave him an A-? I'm going to give him an A. You know, yeah, he's in a great situation, but a quarterback has to, the player has to perform. He, you could be in the greatest situation of all time, and if you, you stink up the joint and you can't play the quarterback position... It defeats the purpose of being in that situation. And he's, trust me, Mac Jones was built for the Bill Belichick system. He's going to be Brady 2.0. I'm just going to say that. Not going to my, my prediction, bold prediction, Mac Jones is going to be a next time Brady. Um, Justin Fields. C plus. I'm giving him a B minus. He's starting to improve, which I can see he's improving. He almost beat Pittsburgh. And he's... His toughness, like I said, is not a question. I love his toughness. Maybe now I'm thinking about it. Maybe Matt Nagy is the problem. I think if you get another quarter coach in there that can fully understand the system for Justin Fields, I think it could work. I think the Bears could leap over the Vikings and contend with Green Bay for that spot um, in the NFC North. So I'm going to give him a B-. If you asked me a couple weeks ago how would I grade Justin Fields, I'd give him a C minus also. I'd give him a C minus, or maybe. C plus, like I said. No, nah, I'd give him a C minus because I didn't. I don't see improvement, but now I'm seeing in the past couple weeks he's improving. You can see the changes he's making. Him looking at the reads, so I'm I'm giving him a B minus. I think he's turning this Bears team around a little bit, and they're coming off a bye. And I feel like Justin Fields, it didn't really take the bye week. I think he sat down in Chicago and he really focused on the playbook and everything. And I think that's going to make a huge improvement. You know, we can't do Trey Lance. That's the question mark. Because he didn't he's play question much. Mark. He's he not playing much. He didn't play much. Um, so we're going to... Yeah, I think he's going to be a second-year guy. We're going to have to grade him next year. Uh, I think he's going to do what Jordan Love is doing. He's going to sit out this year. Um, Zach Wilson. Minus. Yeah, th- I mean, that's just being generous. <laughs> Let's just be nice about it. You know, I, I'm not, I don't want to give a guy an F and shit on him. Because he's making millions of dollars, so must be nice. And the Jets aren't. A, that's another case of the team's not that good. Either. Exactly. Like, and I feel bad because the way I'm giving him a D, my, D also. Um, but this is what I'm trying to say. You're grading a guy. This is what I hate. The media. This is what I hate. You're as a people in the media. You say, "All right, we're halfway through the season." Why is he? Why is he not turning the team around? Well, maybe because his situation's not good. You put Lawrence in Jacksonville. You can't tell me the first year you think Jacksonville's a playoff team. That's a two to three year question. Maybe even four. Maybe four. I hate we how we think because of one person that's done it, aka Tom Brady, about to be Mac Jones. Everyone can do it. Everyone can just 
first year get in and make the playoffs. No, it's not that. That's not happening. It's a process. You got to be in the same thing with Mahomes. This is why I don't grade Mahomes as high as everyone else does. You put anyone in the situation Mahomes was put in with Tyree Kill, Tra- Travis Kelsey, um, Nicole Hardman, Nicole Hardman, all those guys in that spot. You you tell me he's he's gonna make that team worse? No, he's gonna he's gonna elevate because the Chiefs were already Super Bowl contenders. Alex Smith, he just couldn't get them over the hump. So I think this is Baker Baker. This is what Baker Baker helps us out a lot. He was the number one pick. The Browns sucked for twenty years till Baker Mayfield got there. Couldn't win a single game. He gets there, they win a couple games. The second year following that struggles. You know they struggled also. Third year. Makes the playoffs. Wins a playoff game. Nevertheless, at home. And then, obviously, this year, injury and all that stuff. That's perfectly how you you set up a quarterback development. He's giving you a year where he produced pretty good. Then, obviously, the second year kind of, you know, you hit the sophomore slump. Off a little bit. You hit the sophomore slump. Third year is where you kind of need to see, am, what am I getting or do I need to really look at moving on? He showed you last year in his third year. He's a guy that can get you to the end, to the playoff if you have the right system around him, and he can win you a playoff game. And he did that. The Browns didn't have Kevin Stefanski in the wild card game. Baker Mayfield threw it and won that game for them. He helped build this team to where they needed to win games. Baker Mayfield perfectly set up how the development of a young quarterback should be. You give him four to five years, you, you put the system around him, you build the system around him, and you see what happens. If it doesn't work out after the third year, and you see no progress, no playoff, no winning, understandable, move off of him, go grab someone else. But Baker shows perfectly that he's had his, uh, his ups, he has his down, he has his ups, now he's having his down. Maybe next year he has his ups, and he can maybe consistently do it. Going off a of quarterback, now I'm thinking about our guy, Daniel Jones. Like, yes, Jones has yet to make the playoff. I understand that. But you look at what the fuck he was with, he's dealing with. He got in there, and you can't tell me Eli Manning could have changed the outcome. He couldn't have. I think if you still have Eli Manning, you're in the situation still with him. If it was prime Eli Manning, that's different. The team is set up. The way Jones came in, the team wasn't a playoff team. Yes, they had Saquon Barkley. Yeah, where's Saquon now? Possibly coming on Monday. You have, you can't expect the guy to turn a franchise around in two to three years. Now he's improving this. You got to give him four years. Back in the back in the two thousands, you gave quarterbacks four years or more to develop. Joe Flacco, he he, you gave him the Ravens gave him a chance. He's a Super Bowl MVP. Ben Roethlisberger. Big Ben, they drafted him. Think twenty fourth pick. He sat. He was a third string quarterback. He sat him, injury, and another injury. Big Ben starts, goes undefeated in his rookie year, also wins the Super Bowl that year. Aaron Rodgers. Look at Aaron Rodgers. Sat around behind Brett Favre. Now he's arguably better than Brett Favre. You got to be able to understand, I'm drafting this guy, give him a couple years. It's not a, let me grab, nothing would happen with the Mac Jones Tom Brady. That would never happen again. I don't think we're going to see this again. There's no way we ever see Brady win five, cha- no, four championships in five years. You mean Jones? No, Brady. Brady won four championships in five years. That's never fucking happening again. Ever. 
No person will ever win four championships in five years. Never again will we see that. But that's also because he, Bill Belichick, is a mastermind of a defensive player. I mean, coach. Helped Lawrence Taylor. Won two Super Bowls with the Giants as defense coordinator. Helped develop the defense for the Patriots. Brady, being the mastermind of an offensive quarterback, helped offense the New England Patriots. Patriots, And they, them two were able to work together. And that was a perfect marriage until the end. That was perfect. So that, that it depends on the situation. And if you have the guy that's going to help him develop. So now going back to Wilson. So going back to Wilson and Lawrence in a little bit of fields, you got to understand it's going to take a couple of years for him to develop if you put the pieces around him. If you're going to try and keep the same team for three years and see what that quarterback does, they're never going to like, You're seeing no, no progress. There's no progress, and you're not going to understand what you're having. Like Same with Lance, too, although he barely played, but still. Lance could, Lance could be in a very good situation, but it's how can he run the offense? Jimmy G runs the 49ers offense to a T. That's why the Shanahan's record with Jimmy G is better when Jimmy G starts and plays than when he's without him. So it's, it's about how do you manage the system. So, Mac Jones, Mac Jones is a hell of a player. I believe that. He'll be, he's going to win a Super Bowl in his career. Back on wood. But he's also in a great situation. So, I think we, it's time we got to understand. We got to wait a little bit and not just jump off the wagon of young quarterbacks. Give him a cup. Give him four years. Give him maybe five. If you're putting the pieces around him and you want him to be successful. But if you're going to give a quarterback four years... With the same team, the same system, everything, it's not going to work. Baker Mayfield, his first three years had three different head coaches and three different offense coordinators. Same thing with Daniel Jones. You think that's going to make him successful? No, but no. we got all those other You're not going to – if you change the offense every single year, what is he supposed to get out of that? Nothing because he's got – every year he's got to – he's learning a new playbook and a new offense and new everything. And that's not the um, ingredient to success. So I think we got to change the develop the grading of rookie quarterbacks. And Wilson's hurt now anyway. So exactly. So now you got to wait a couple games. Now you got to take okay this year. You throw this year away. You, now you got to think of how do we make the Jets team better next year for Wilson and see what we actually have in Zach Wilson. Now, last segment. Top ten NFL teams right now. Mine's in order. Yours isn't. Is it? No. Okay. Do you want to go first with me? You. Since uh, it was your idea. All right, so right now we're going to do the top NFL teams right now. You said it was power rankings. Power rankings, basically. M- mine's in order. Um, I got Arizona. The reason why I have Arizona at one, even though they're 8-2 and two and they're tied with people, you got to look at it. That's also my number one. So Yeah, you know, when Kyler's healthy, I think they're a hard team to beat. But if you look at it, on the road, this and this is hard to do, Patriots are 4-0 and on the road. But you also look at who's the best team on the road. You got Cowboys 4-1, and the Packers 4-0. and I mean, no, on the road, on the road, my fault, my fault. The only team that's undefeated on the road. Besides New England? No, not besides New England. The only team in the NFL that is undefeated on the road and undefeated in the division is the Arizona Cardinals. To beat a team on the road, 
And to be 5-0 and on the road is very hard to do. Especially with fans now, it's very hard to it's do. In enemy territory. So, that's why I have them at one. And especially with Kyler Murray. If you have Kyler, you know, you that... And you have DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Um, then I got the Packers at two. Um, that's my second. You know, just... It's Aaron Rodgers. It's it, when you have Aaron Rodgers not, and... Not much needs to be said. Yeah, and you're going to win games. You're going to be contending with Aaron Rodgers. And you got Tay Adams. So I got I got the Packers right now at two, at three I got Tennessee. You know you see um, you see what um. You see what they are doing without Derrick Henry. It's showing that they can still win without Derrick Henry. Yes, do I think they can win a Super Bowl without him? No, they need Derrick Henry for that. But I think they'll get him back in time. So right now they're 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 beating up teams like the Rams. They're my third best team in the NFL. Rumors are he comes back in January. Exactly, so that helps them out a lot. At four, I was going to put New England, but you can't put New England ahead of Dallas when they had the head-to-head matchup and the Cowboys won. So I got the Cowboys at four, and then I got the Patriots at five. Um, At six, I got the Ravens. At seven, I got the Bills. At eight, I got the Rams. Nine, I got the Buccaneers. And at ten, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. I thought you had Browns somewhere on there. No. So yeah, I said I had Packers and Cards at one. Three, three is where I put the Rams because mine aren't in order, and I'm just basically the way I did this list is I did it based off of like their performance so far halfway through the year. So whether they were up or down, just from what I've saw, I have Dallas at four, I have New England at five, I have I have Buffalo at six, I have Baltimore at seven, Titans at eight. And then I put the Browns at 9, and then I had Tampa at 10. Why do you have Cleveland in there? You think they're a top 10 NFL team right now? Well, no, it was power ranking, so I put them there because, like, they're on the decline a little bit. I can't, okay. ha- I can't have all teams that are on the incline. I need some decline teams, too. All right, that's, I- not, that's how power rankings work. All right, no, that's, that's reasonable. I can understand that. And they're they're one of the decline teams right now. So so are the Rams. Well, actually, the Rams are like middle because they're kind of on the decline, but they're still like a top tier. Yeah. So. No, I see that. Um, that's it for this episode. We had we wanted to get a quick one out. Um. For this Thursday, but we'll be back Monday. I'm AJ. I'm Beast One. See ya.